Uh, welcome to TWP Conversations. This is the whole pastor.org. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. I have the amazing pleasure to sit here, not in the same room, but to sit across face to face through Zoom with my good friend David Foster. Hello, David Foster. How are you? What's up, Bobby? How you doing, brother? Awesome, man. I'm doing well. Welcome to our fourth episode of TWP Conversations. I'm glad that you're here. We've been talking about doing this, and so I'm glad we're finally doing it. So Amen. Um, just tell us who you are, where you're at, what you do. Tell us who your family mm-hmm. is and what that looks like. And Yeah, man. So David Foster, I'm at uh, Shiloh Terrace Baptist Church. I've um, been here a little over three years now, and... We are in far east Dallas on the edge of Mesquite um, and married to my wife, uh, Deborah. Um, we have two awesome daughters. Um, Laurel is uh, two and a half years old um, and she's super toddler right now. And then Dawson was born on Cinco de Mayo of 2020. Um, and so she's just above four months old. Um, and so, yeah, man, I mean, our home right now is just... Um, uh, trying to establish a rhythm. Sometimes we're sharp, sometimes we're flat. A lot of times we're off beat. Um, but every now and again, we hit the right, right note in the right key and, um, and it's good, but, uh, you know, nothing that anybody would parent, anybody that's a parent, uh, you know, isn't surprised by that. They understand. Yeah. And welcome to being a father of two daughters, man. It's a great club. We, we should start a club of having two daughters and, brilliant wife and two daughters it's awesome man that's very cool uh november will be a year from the day and moment that you and i met mm-hmm. uh, and it's been awesome it's been a great ride it's been great getting to know you and your family yeah. and celebrating life even though we're in two different cities mm-hmm. uh, so grateful for you man i will never forget the first meal we had was at uh, uh free birds over yeah. and chips and salsa and queso it was good amen amen <laughs> it was good. Uh, so, hey, um, the whole pastor blog this year, the whole pastor, its focus is physical health. Last year, it was spiritual health. This year is uh, physical health. Not that we're pushing spiritual health aside. That's massively important to us holistically as pastors, leaders, husbands, fathers. Um, and so what do you do to stay fit? What do you do to stay healthy? You individually and then you guys as a family. Yeah, man. So um, let me say, I guess when we connected uh, back in November of last year, um, I literally pegged you out because I was kind of like, okay, so here's a young dude, right? But I could tell that he believes in fitness in some sense, right? So I was just like, I want to link up with him. Um, And the reason why I kind of like gravitate toward that um, is because I think in pastoral life, there's just not a lot of Uh, guys who are um, equally passionate about fitness and equally passionate about all the other facets of life and just being a pastor. Right. And so, um, man, um, what it looks like for me is, you know, full-time, full-time, um, shepherding, caring on students and young adults. Um, you know, and then also like a single, uh, household income, you know, my wife is blessed to be able to stay home, 
uh, with the daughters. And so that means that we have to be super tight with our budget. And so it became really evident to me that, hey, we can't do a gym membership. We can't even do the Planet Fitness $10 a month. You know what I mean? Um, so I just kind of challenged myself, man. I was like, how much stuff could I do at home? Like, what if I just find a pull-up bar? What if I just push up from the ground and do a, a good old push-up? Um, you know, can I do some, some high-intensity uh, little workouts for X amount of minutes um, and get the most out of that? I'm here at the church. You know, we have three flights, three flights of stairs. My, you know, when 2020 hit, um, January 1st, I was like, no more stairs for 2020. Like I'm just going to take, or I mean, no more elevator. I'm just going to take the stairs. Um, and so I've just tried to even do that even in the midst of this pandemic, man, of, of, of utilizing my time here to make it more productive. Um, so that, um, so yeah, I could just use stuff around me instead of going to like one location and, and trying to get it all in there. But it's been interesting, man. It's, I wake up early in the morning. Um, I'm doing pushups. I'm doing burpees. Uh, friends are challenging me to do pushups like yourself. <laughs> um, body squats. I incorporate my girls, um, into my workouts in the morning. So like Laurel is, is hanging on my back or on my chest. And I'm like, holding an extra 30 pounds, you know, 20, 20, 30 pounds, um, trying to do body squats, um, and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, man, so that's, that's kind of how we go. I go about that. And I try and do it every day, man. I, I just try not to do off days because I'm doing mostly body weight. Um, and I just, I just feel better when I do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, uh, the TWP 20 challenge, uh, at the time of this recording, um, it'll end here in a couple of weeks, but the TWP challenge was very simple. Hey, I want to do some sort of physical activity for 20 minutes every day. And so I called you out. I called Junior Munoz and I called Jordan Villanueva out and said, Hey, so my TWP 20 challenge is as many sets of 20 pushups in 20 minutes. Yeah. And so I started with doing eight sets of 20 in 20 minutes. And that is killer. It yeah. has been, I have dwindled it down to like five sets sometimes because I'm just, I'm done. Uh, Jordan sent me a picture the other day and like his face was all sweaty and he was all tired. He was like, he just had his, but yeah, Jordan probably just had his wife throw water on him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's the TWP 20 challenge and it is awesome. Um, it is good. But yeah, that's the thing. Uh, it doesn't have to be burpees or push-ups or squats. It could be just something for 20 minutes, walking, mm -hmm. running, jogging, yeah. yoga. I mean, with your wife, with your kids, um, yeah. I think you said it best, uh, having your daughter involved in it yeah. too. Um, my, my wife, this is so, so ridiculous, um, but it's so awesome. It's like an awesome ridiculous. So she was like, hey, I need to start being more active um, since, you know, I've had the second kid and, and my body's feeling more like my body right now, right? And so I was like, what do you want to do? She was like, um, she, she wanted to do um, bear or beret. It's like ballet stuff, B-A-R-R-E. Um, and so found a YouTube channel and hit play. And I'm literally like holding on to a rail at the house trying to do like some ballet stuff. But I'm doing it to spend time with my, my wife and she needs like, you know, she wants that. Um, uh, co-workout 
time, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I enjoy that aspect of it. Um, and it's different, man. It's a different muscle group, whatever. Let's yeah. go. Didn't even know I had those muscles. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. That's very cool. Well, I'll cheer you and Deborah on, um, through that. That's so cool. That's awesome. Hey, so, um, we talked about this earlier. We've talked about this a number mm -hmm. of times, but, um, yeah. uh, you and I were a part of a pastor's cohort or our uh, pastor's common meeting on a Thursday. This was some months back yeah. and um, yeah. none of us knew except you, uh, you were leading the meeting. Uh, and then you and I talked, uh, you called me, it was probably the next day on that evening, Friday night. Um, and you just experienced uh, a s significant moment of your life um, that yeah. I'd like you to share about. But what stood out to me is that you you said that you needed to get alone after that meeting that you led that we were on and you ran to the park and you just knocked out. I don't know if you did burpees or run or jumping jacks, but you had to just let out some of the emotion that you were facing. And so I'd love for you to just share that story. I think it's powerful. It inspired mm. me, um, not necessarily the going to the park and working out part, but the story um, and, and just your testimony through this. So I'd love for you just to share that. I think it'd be great for, the TWP uh, community to hear that. So, yeah, yeah, dude. So, so um, that Thursday that you're if you're talking about, um, um, we had a meeting through the pastors' common with a guest that I helped set up. Um, that I was really looking forward to and already committed to it. Um, you know, a long time ago, and um, that was scheduled for two p.m. And I got a call at about twelve forty-two uh, from one of my uncles saying, "Hey." David, I got some bad news. Your father um, passed away. Um, and my father and I um, loved each other, but we had a very strained relationship. Um, he struggled with alcoholism uh, for most of his life, but then kicked the habit later in life, which I'm super proud of. Um, but I was caught off guard by the wave of emotion, right? Um, and so what I did is I told my wife, and then we prayed about it. You know, the girls were just kind of looking at me like, why is dad crying and all of that? But um, I just switched off um, that kind of like emotion thing right quick, got through the meeting. And then as soon as the meeting was done, you know, dad was just like, do whatever you need to do. And I was just like, I just need to get out and I need to exert some energy um, because I switched, switched off that emotional chip in me um, initially, right, to get through that meeting. And I don't think anybody suspected anything, you know. Um, and so, I mean, I, I, there's this local park that has some outdoor gym equipment, um, here in the Metroplex and dude, I went there and it was stupid hot. Um, I had a jug of water and I was just kind of like, I'm just going to beat myself up right now because I need to get out whatever I need to get out. Um, and I also, I was like, I'm going to have a really good, um, dialogue with the Lord at this time as well. So, I mean, I, I started with just doing a lot of dips. I wasn't keeping track of anything. Um, started doing a lot of pull-ups, superset, all that stuff. Um, burpees, body squats, jogged a little bit. And in between each set, man, I'm, I'm constantly thinking and I'm constantly, you know, having these little moments of, of conversations with God. I'm just trying to like process it. And um, I just wanted to get out that energy, man. You know, uh, and I, I was self-aware enough to know, like, that's what I needed at that moment. Like me in the house with my daughters and my wife trying to hold whatever together. 
just wasn't going to cut it. And so I figured if I get out this energy now, I'll be somewhat uh, healthier when I get home and then we could put the girls down and then me and Deb can really just talk it out. You know, she could help me process everything. Um, and so, and so, yeah, man, I mean, uh, you know, fitness, physical fitness, physical health, um, is so important because I saw my dad and I saw how he lived his life. Um, and he didn't take care of his body. You know, he didn't take care of his diabetes. He didn't take care of his alcoholism for a long time. And I just remember thinking like, I don't want to do that, you know? And so like for me with working out, um, you know, there's, there's many benefits, right? So like number one, if you're physically fit, you could potentially save somebody's life. You can get somebody out of a crazy situation. Number two, um, you can get yourself out of a situation, pull yourself out of, out of a car over a wall. Um, and then, you know, number three is just, just healthy, right? Like for longevity, quality of life. And then, you know, number four would be, um, uh, you know, look better, feel better, perform better. Confidence and performance go hand in hand. Um, and it just, you know, helps me think clearer. And as pastors, man, we, we need to think a lot, you know, so it's good to just exert energy. Yeah. I think one of the things that when you were sharing this with me the first time is that I appreciate the fact that you knew that there was a time to kind of step away and, and, and do whatever it was that you needed to do to kind of clear. I mean, this was a pretty heavy news. I mean, the loss of your father. Yeah. Uh, and so um, I think that's good advice for us, whether it's as large of the news of losing a family member, or if it's just the stress of some sort of frustration, whether it's in your household or within ministry, yeah. uh, to get away and, and do what you need to do, whether it's some sort of physical activity or, or something in a, a healthy escape to do uh, to get away and, and to just spend that time, like you said, uh, doing something physical, but also talking to the Lord uh, during that mm -hmm. time. Um, the second thing that I really love about your heart, man, was that uh, not only did you have a conversation with your wife about this, but um, you called me. Um, and I know you probably talked to other folks as well, but um, I love that we're having this conversation about family, about getting you know, with our wives and doing things with them, our daughters doing things with them. Um, but I think with each other as uh, ministers together, um, we, I think we need each other. I, I'm going to say again, we need each other. Amen. Um, and you know what? You and I are not even in the same city, but um, the, the conversations that you and I and others have through text messaging is so encouraging. And um, you, when I see David Foster on my phone, I know that there's fuel that comes from um, our relationship. And so um, I think that's important. I, it, if, you know, you laid out four things, but I think if there's, if there's something that other pastors watching this um, is that they would find others as a cohort, as a, as encouragement, as accountability. Um, but as, as like a, as a brotherhood, to do life together, even if you're not in the same city. I think that's what's changed for me. Um, there's only been one time that you and I have been in the same room together yet. Yeah. I draw so much from you, energy, strength. Um, I know you're, you're in it with me. And so I think that's huge. Um, and so I know you have some of that there 
face to face with some guys um, and families there. But I, I think that's huge. Oh, dude, absolutely, man. Like, I mean, physically, we've only been in a few rooms together. Actually, yeah, one one room together. But yeah. you know, to quote Hamilton, right? To be in the room where it happens. Um, I do. We've been in too many rooms like this, and and I think. You know, it definitely changed the dynamic, but if you're willing to work at it and seek um, connection, like, I think it's out there for anybody that's looking for it. Um, but yeah, dude, right on. So now now that you, um, you're a handful of months kind of past this moment, how are you guys doing? Um, how are you and your family? I know you had help with your uncles and aunts um, because your, your father lived in a whole different state. Um, yeah. How are you doing now? Man, I'm still, I'm still working through it. You know, I think, um, I think the Lord has surrounded me with some really good brothers and sisters that, that uh, unknowingly kind of prepared me to walk through like grieving and, and stress in that nature. What I mean by that, man, is, is like, you know, we need to, as ministers, stay up to date with like, hey, man, how do I help somebody through a process, right? But the whole time, you know, the Lord was kind of preparing me as I was getting prepared to help other people. Um, and so we have a tendency in American culture to rush through pain and suffering and sorrow. Mm. And it makes sense. Um, but, you know, there's an entire book called Lamentations. And, and look how it starts. Look how it ends. Like it, there's no, there's no known end in it. You know, it's just you're supposed to sit in it. Don't rush it feel everything that you need to feel. And so that's what I'm trying to do, man, is, is just trying to, you know, understand my feelings, my thoughts, um, and do it as healthy as possible. The last thing I would want is, is to take it out on either somebody I worked with, somebody I'm discipling, and of course my family. Um, and so, so for some man, maybe that's counseling. Awesome. Do it. I'm pro counseling. Um, um, close brothers like yourself, you know, I mean, reaching out and talking. I mean, that conversation was huge because with your story um, and just your testimony, man, I'm just, I feel like you've gone through some level of suffering um, that you would kind of, you know, be able to uh, relate to my thoughts, you know? Yeah, that's huge, man. Um, it's interesting that you bring up lamentation. So the, moment we're recording this is on a Wednesday and we have our men's uh, Zoom gathering here at church on Wednesday mornings. And that this was our passage today that, um, and it should be familiar to some, and if not, man, it's brilliant. Uh, Lamentations 3, 22, the faithful love of the Lord never ends, exclamation point, man. Um, his mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Um, I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. Um, the Lord is good to those who depend on him, those who search for him. Uh, man, so good. Amen, dude. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, and so, so good. Yeah, so I, I appreciate you in this. Um, man, I'm, I'm excited because um, I think God has given you and I an opportunity to connect, not for not. Um, and it's, it's going to be awesome to see us grow together in this, um, even in our sufferings, even in our lamenting. Mm. Um, but, um, man, I'm glad that we're here to challenge each other. And so I'm grateful for you. Um, grateful for you and your family. And I'm excited to see what's next, man, to see what's next in our, 
not only our physical health, um, but later on with the whole pastor, uh, the emotion, emotional and mental health is huge. And you spoke to that a little bit too. And then of course our spiritual health. And so thanks for being an example, not for just other pastors and leaders, but for the students and, uh, families and young adults that you, um, are in, in life with. So, man, I encourage you and we praying for you. Amen, dude. Amen. And I want to come down to San Antonio, not just to eat and not just to see you, but also for you to kind of like show my family how to, um, rock climb, dude, ah. like belay, unbelay, all that good stuff. Like I'm so curious about it. Yeah. And you know what? There's a new gym that just opened up in your area too. So we'll have to get out there. I think it's called Oso, Oso, okay. Day, Oso climbing gym, but yeah, you come here, man, and we will show you how to climb and, um, it's that. a game changer for the family. I mean, the daughters love it. Hannah loves it. And, and we do it all the time. It's good. Awesome. I love it, man. Appreciate you. Um, Love you, dude. Love you too, man. We will catch you later. All right, man. See ya.